Hi, this is Dr. David Wright, and I want to welcome you back to the Fresh Start podcast, uh, the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast, and I'm really, really excited about today's episode. I've got a special guest here, so I'm really excited about the, the things that she'd like to share about her life and how her life has changed and evolved and progressed and become just more full and positive. I'm really excited about that, um, but I wanted to welcome you back today. Um, and I just want to mention a few things before we jump into today's podcast on stability, which is what a lot of people are looking for today because of the pandemic and economic uncertainty and, I don't know, environmental spills of oils and chemicals and ongoing wars. And there's just so many things that are destabilizing right now. People are looking for stability and it's hard to find. Uh, and there aren't a lot of answers. So that's the whole purpose of this podcast, the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. It's all about stability and solutions and answers. So welcome back. Today, it is Saturday, February the 25th, 2023. And I just want to mention a couple of things before we jump in today. So yesterday, I recorded a podcast on the train derailment in Ohio. Um, and I really, really would like for you to tune in on to that podcast. Uh, as you know, this podcast is now available on every major podcasting uh, publishing platform. So it's on Pandora, and it's on iHeartRadio, and it's on Amazon Music, and Alexa, and all those major platforms. So definitely check it out. Obviously, it's on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast is available everywhere. You can do a Google search for it. You can just go to my Facebook page. You can look me up. You can look up the Fresh Start with Dr. David Facebook groups. I have three Facebook groups. I would encourage you to join them, especially the public one. The public uh, Facebook group is new. It's called GROW, just the words G-R-O-W in all caps. It is free, and it's a public group. And if you join that group, you're going to get free positive affirmations and motivational quotes on a daily basis. And it's absolutely 100% free. All you have to do is join and you'll get alerts and, and messages when something's posted. You can also share them there too. So it's a great platform for sharing positivity. There are two other Facebook groups that I have. You're welcome to join those two. Those are private groups. One of them is called Fresh Start with Dr. David Facebook group. And the other one is called New Balance with Dr. David. So those are both available. Um, but the podcast is available anywhere. So any app that you use, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, Alexa, it's in all those places. It will also be on Google soon. But as you may or may not know, Google and their platforms had a bunch of issues. And uh, the message that I received from Google and their platform is that it takes up to two to four months in order to get your podcast approved. So I don't know when it'll be approved by Google. Uh, as an aside, I'll just mention that doesn't surprise me because now when I Google map, um, from my home to my office, it says an hour and a half, and then I use Waze, and it shows, shows the normal 40 minutes. I don't know what's going on with Google, but there are a lot of issues. And as you may or may not know, as I talked about in a previous podcast, Google just laid off like 10 or 12,000 people, and they have financial struggles. So Google has had a bunch of issues right now, which doesn't surprise me. I'll do a whole podcast about that. But anyway, let me just tell you, the podcast that I recorded yesterday was about the train derailment in Ohio. It was about those chemicals. Um, that were spilled. I'm not going to talk a lot about those right now, but as I mentioned, uh, because we as humans are about 
two-thirds water, it's really, really important that the water that you intake is healthy and fresh, right? Yeah. And so because of that, you know, I would encourage people, don't just trust everything you believe. Just because a water report says something doesn't mean it's right, right? And as I mentioned during that podcast, if you've got things like vinyl chloride mm -hmm. and acrylate and all these other hexyl, methyl, whatever, all these chemicals, they're one thing in terms of terms of their risk factors when they're just by themselves. Yeah. But when you start mixing them together and burning them, you get a whole different set of chemicals that bring a whole different um, load of carcinogenic or cancer-causing risks, right? So that's the important thing there. So check out that podcast. Um, as I also said during that podcast, there are a lot of exciting podcasts that I have coming up. I'm really excited about them. I'm going to finally do the podcast episode on the COVID-19 pandemic. Right. I'm probably going to divide that into two episodes because it's such a big topic. I'm also going to talk about the new virus that came out of China a few months ago um, that a lot of people probably have because they're coming down with severe respiratory sin, uh, symptoms and syndromes that last for weeks and months. And their COVID tests are negative. It could be that the COVID test that they're taking is faulty. It could be because of the bad technique of the person who's doing the testing or it could be another virus like this. one. So I'm going to talk about that. I also have podcasts upcoming about boundaries, time management, setting priorities, decision-making, values, beliefs, principles, and ethics, ADD and ADHD, and how to treat those symptoms in a holistic, uh, non-pharmacological way. So no stimulants, no addictive medications, anxiety and worry, PTSD, adjustment disorders, <clears throat> loss, grief, and bereavement, relationships and relationship rules, and then obesity uh, and I'll also do a series of podcasts about chronic medical conditions like obesity, hypertension, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and things like that. But today's episode is all about stability, so I'm excited. I've got a guest here. Her name is Maylot. Uh, Maylot has been a client of mine. I'm so proud of what I've seen her achieve over the last uh, year or so. I'll let her share with you about some of those achievements. Um, but it's just... Um, you know, I tell people there are a lot of things that you can do in life for money. If you really want to make money in life, you know, go into the stock market, go into hedge funds. But if you really, really want to enjoy what you do and be passionate about it uh, and feel good about the difference that you make in people's lives, do, you know, the things that I do. Offer coaching, offer therapy, those types of things, because there's no price you can put on seeing somebody that you're working with improve, grow, become happier and stronger and more courageous, and more brave, and more resilient, right? And that also brings me up to the other uh, project that I just recently started, which I would encourage you to donate to this podcast. Um, there's a link on my Facebook pages and in my uh, groups, right? And also, if you go to the podcast, there are also links to it. But I also have a patron page, a, a crowdfunding page, where you actually make a donation. That's so important um, for me because I'm starting a nonprofit, uh, it's in the process of being actualized right now, and it's all focused on helping teens, adolescents, and young adults achieve life skills and coping skills so that they don't become part of the psychiatric system, right? So it's all about being proactive and preventative and giving young people, and I use that collectively when I say young people, I mean, <laughs> I mean adolescents, yeah. teens, young adults, everybody who considers themselves a young person, um, it's up to them how you define that. But helping them with just concrete tools and habits and resources that they can use 
so that they don't become a part of the mental health system, which is already overburdened and overchallenged, right? Yeah. So definitely donate to this podcast. It also allows me to have guests uh, to do research, um, but it's mainly to help start that nonprofit so we can start offering coaching and other services to teens, young adults, mm-hmm. and adolescents at no cost to them. So definitely donate. But like I said, I want to welcome my guest today, Maylot. Um, so Maylot, just tell me a little bit about yourself as we get started today. And welcome to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor. Um, it's an honor to be here. Um, well, my name is Maylot. <laughs> I love and your name, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I've been working with uh, Dr. D for Dr. David for a year and a half now. Yeah. Uh, we have went through so much together, and I am so happy that I was able to find him and really help me with everything that I needed. Um, you know, really give my life a really great structure. Um, help me recover from so many, so many things. Uh, mental and physical um, problems that I had, um, and really that um, I would say that he really did give my life stability, which Aww. is something that we're talking about today. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love so, it. Thank you. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's been so long. Um, you have seen my growth. I've seen my growth. My Absolutely. family have seen my growth. Um, and it's, it's really tremendous work that we have done together. Um, so thank you so much. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I just want to add something in here. Yeah. Um, when you start a practice, you know, and I'll just, you know, this just popped in my head. So I'm just kind of operating off the cuff right now. But when you start a practice, you have an idea of what you want it to look like, right? Or if you start any business, right? Whether it's a practice or a flower shop or an exercise studio or an art studio or um, whatever kind of business you start off, you have an idea of what you want. And one of the things that you learn from a marketing and advertising standpoint is, excuse me, the way that you manifest your brand. And the yeah. way that you show it and illustrate it Absolutely. attracts certain people and it may detract other people. Yes, so is. I know when I first started my practice in 2016, you know, I remember I wanted the theme for my practice to be shine like a diamond, right? Yeah. That was, you know, radiate like a diamond, shine yeah. like a diamond. And I thought about it and, and you know, I kind of in recent years have kind of moved away from that, uh, you know, because I realized that, you know, if you say shine like a diamond, I think that tends to resonate more with women versus yeah. men. So yeah. that might now, if you say strong as an iron, yeah. then, then men might be more. But we still live in a, an age where, yeah. you know, you know, diamonds are a girl's best friend, whatever. Absolutely. So but that's what I thought. And the funny thing about it is when I was thinking about this podcast the other day, when I was thinking about your growth and how you've changed, yeah. that's what popped in my head was shine like a diamond. So, so yeah, I just wanted to let you know that because I think I I just, there's a radiance, there's a positivity, there's a smile that I see and I see it more and more often. So that's what I love to see. And I'm, I'm so excited about the growth uh, that I've seen in you. Uh, Absolutely. Because, you know, I feel like if I haven't found you or if I hadn't followed up with my appointments and, you know, the coaching that we did together, I know that I wouldn't be here today. Um, because of all of the stuff that we did and the way you broke down this the 
practices and the homework she gave me um you know at times yeah because i wasn't in a great mindset did it was it hard absolutely but was it worth it absolutely because um it gave me a sense of purpose again it gave me something to look forward to uh, opened up my eyes it opened up my mind uh to different aspects of my life that i didn't even dream of was going to be possible right. you know um you know and uh, that also brings me to like um the business that you were teaching me to to start yes um you know i didn't think that i was able to do that and i thought it was going to take millions and millions of dollars to own your own business <laughs> right but you know you showing me the way it's like hey like you know start with your website first and then start with you know what you're passionate with and you know the fact that i get to do that now it means a lot to me and you know you have opened so many doors for me that i didn't even know they existed wow you know let alone thank you so much being open. right no i really appreciate that that's awesome um and there's so much more to come Absolutely. and so that's that's Absolutely. one of the things that i love yeah. uh some of the some of the energy that I get back from clients is seeing them grow and seeing yeah. them and growing with them, yeah. right? Um, and and I'm happy to say that when I see my clients grow, some of the things that they grow from, I actually grow from too. Yeah. So let me just let's just uh, talk a little bit about the format of today's podcast. So, um, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you about um, your business. Right before we jump into things, I'm going to ask you about your business and what you do. Um, because that actually has a lot of interest for me um, because I might need to retain your services, Absolutely. right? Exactly. In terms of my practice and everything, right? And the projects that I'm doing. Um, but I know you're an expert in the things that you do. Um, and so I'm going to ask you definitely about what you do, um, about your business, what it does, what you do, what you don't do, those kind of things. And then after that, I'm going to ask you some probing questions about my practice. And, you know, when you first came here, what the the first initial consultation session was like, yeah. what the second one was like, yeah. and then what the, the therapy uh, sessions were like, too. And if you want to talk about why you first came here, you're welcome to do that. You Absolutely. don't have to. But no if problem. you want to talk about the reason why, you, your initial reason for coming here, you're welcome to do that. Because that's such a common thing today. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just say, before we even get into it, I have a ton of clients who come to me for that exact same reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and maybe it's just a function of Atlanta or a busy city, but we'll get into that later. So I will yeah. definitely ask you about, you know, the reason why you came to me, the the first initial consultation second session, the second one, and then the coaching and therapy sessions. You can talk about the hypnosis sessions. Absolutely. I'd love to hear your, uh, your feedback on that. Absolutely. And then we'll jump into stability, the definition of stability, what it looks like, the ingredients that go into the recipe that we call stability, how stability brings about balance and equilibrium. Yep and security in an unstable environment yeah. so awesome so welcome again so the, so the first thing i said is i'm going to ask you about your business your company yes. so tell me about your company and what you do so uh, so people will know how to find you absolutely. and secure your services yes. and grow their own businesses or whatever they want to do absolutely um right now i have um a marketing firm um that's called um made at mt designs um yeah. And my services uh, is towards with uh, mainly just focusing in small businesses. Um, I love helping small businesses, mainly mom, mom and pop 
you know, businesses. Yeah. Um, I create websites. I give um, social media, um, digital imprint uh, advertisement services. Um, I create programs for businesses to follow up, to post to their social media, to create, I create posts, um, mainly just advertise your business to the max. I know a lot of small businesses when it comes to advertisement, they're not really equipped for it. Right. And since I have worked in, uh, so many yeah. like marketing firms, right. um, I have learned so much and I have actually uh, created my own logistics of how to follow with posting on social media, um, like what it takes to really understand social media, how to create your website, how to make your website stand out. Um, and you know, and you also have helped me so many times, so many things when it comes to Google, really understanding Google and I went in depth with it. Right. Um, so you know, because of that. I just talked <laughs> about Google and some yeah. of the challenges associated with so that, which we talked about. So much. Oh, my God. They have so much problems. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just following up with that. Um, so my businesses are open to anyone. Feel free to go ahead and look me up. It's called MT Designs. Um, I have a website. You can go ahead and follow up. And what, and tell me the website. What's the website address? Do you, uh, do you have that? Yes. Or is that something they need to contact you to get or what? You feel free to contact me. I um, I actually have my own Instagram. It's public. Uh-huh. It's and what is the first, handle? Uh, my first and last name, which is Melat Tezera. Feel free to How do you spell that? It's M-E-L-A-T. Yes. P-E-Z-E-R-A. No okay. spaces. Okay. So feel free to send me a, a private message. I will definitely respond. No problem at all. Um, and also, you can actually email me on my um, a company email. Yes. It's called Maylat Tezera Designs. Same spell, M-E-L-A-T-T-E-Z-E-R-A, designs with the S at the end, yes. at gmail.com. Perfect. So, feel yes. free to send me any emails. I will actually prefer emails um, <laughs> because it's more uh, professional. Yes. And I will definitely get to it a lot quicker. Um, so, send me anything. I'm happy to help. My services are open to anyone, um, even people that are starting their businesses now. Um, I am happy to, to give you the little secrets that a lot of people don't understand about uh, marketing. So, give me a shout out. Awesome. And Maylot, let me ask you another question. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you can or not, but if you can answer this, feel free Absolutely. to. And if you can't, that's okay. But are there any like you know big name retailers or anything that you've worked with in the past? Yes. So I, can you share those or no? Um, I can. No yeah. problem at all. Um, I actually have worked with um, Kroger. I've wow. worked with Comcast. Wow. I have worked with um, a lot of IT departments. Yes. Uh, a small and big companies that I have worked with. Right. So I totally understand what it takes to really like have um, like a big company uh, advertising and also a small company advertisement. When it's big, they have all the equipment and they have like 200 people on one account working. So they don't really have to worry about it as much. Compared to small companies, they have literally maybe five people in the marketing department. And they have to, you know, compete with like like Fortune 500 companies. So, but I actually have... The secrets because I have I was exposed to both right. of the sides. Um, I actually have the secrets of what it takes 
to really have a one-man show in a marketing right. department right. and make your brands look as great as the big ones and even way better. Amazing, so. amazing. And I think it's just a testament to the fact that you've worked with companies like Comcast and Kroger. Yeah. That's huge. Um, so that's huge. So obviously you know what you were doing. And um, and they, you know, based off the sessions that we've done in the past, it sounds like they really, really, really depend on you. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so that's so awesome. That's so awesome. And so, and let me tell, let me ask you, um, you, so your services are mainly focused on advertising, marketing, social media campaigns, things like that. Absolutely. And just tell me some of the platforms that you help with in terms of social media, just yeah. so we know. Um. Of course, the mains are that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, yeah. and also I, I'm officially understanding TikTok now. So yes. if more businesses are more comfortable in the main four, which is like the ones I just uh, said, is Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, and TikTok. Now, right. are completely I am equipped with those, and there are the other ones that are. I know a lot of people are not really looking at, but there are still advertisements that are going on, which are like Snapchat and YouTube. Right. Um, those are the ones that I will also give a service to. Right. Um, there is actually a way to get your um, advertisements on YouTube. You don't have to be a big company. You don't have to pay millions and millions of dollars to do so. You just need uh, the great connections. And I got that. So um, this also just opens up so many doors. So... Awesome, awesome. So, just to reverberate, just so people know where to find yep. Maylot, um, her handle on Instagram is yep. Maylot Tezera. Yep. That's spelled M E L A T T E Z E R A. Yep. Right? Yep. And then her email address that you can reach her at is the same thing yep. her first and last name, and then followed by the word designs D E S I G N S dot at gmail.com, Absolutely. Right? So that's how you can find her, and I highly recommend her services. Uh, I think we live in an age, and, you know, as somebody who's going to turn 50 this year, it's it's amazing to think about how much things have changed in terms of advertising. Absolutely. But we live in a world where you just have to have uh, online advertising now, yep. um, you know, and you have to have a presence online because yep. a lot of people are only going to find you on your phone. I can tell you one of the things that, that – to grow in my comfort zones about is the fact that so many people find my practice on their phone yeah. and in terms of my the website I'm so proud of my websites um, for all four of my practices but the website experience for my practice is totally different from a laptop and a desktop versus on the phone yeah and there's a separate version people don't maybe not know this but there's a separate version of the website that's adjusted for when you pull it up on our tablet or a phone and so I would definitely encourage you um, or just in general, just as a rule, regardless of your age, if you're searching for something, whether it's my practice mm -hmm. or um, Maylot's uh, online information or whatever, yeah. use a desktop, use a laptop, use a big screen device in order to do your search because you're going to have a different experience versus using your phone. Yeah. A lot of people do that. They Google everything on their phone or they search for everything on your phone. If you're doing instant stuff, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to you know, use ways or whatever to locate yeah. an office or a restaurant, hey, that's fine. But yeah. if you're doing searches for serious stuff, right, things that you want to you buy a home mm -hmm. or you want to find a life coach, you want to find a therapist, you want to find somebody to design your social, social media campaigns or yeah. whatever, 
use a desktop computer, use a laptop computer, use something with a big screen so you can have the, the good experience. So yeah. anyway, that's how you can reach her. Um, and I would definitely recommend that you reach out to her for your for your needs for in terms of advertising and marketing for your business, right? Yeah. You've got to have an online presence. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to move on to, um, I'm going to let you share. So one of the things, um, and this is one of the core principles of my practice, um, Maylot can tell you that there are a lot of core principles that I use. I, I use a lot of concepts. Mm -hmm. I think concepts are really, really important because I think the same concepts influence everything that we do in life, whether yeah. you're talking about diet or weight loss or self-improvement or growth or balance or stability yeah. or any of those core health and wellness. All those things have some basic principles. Yeah. And those principles are the same principles that lie in mathematics, in chemistry, in physics, in biology, yep. in self-improvement, in health and wellness, and mental health, and medicine, and yep. healthcare, and everything else. It's yep. the same basic principles. They're just expressed slightly different, right? Um, so, you know, if you're talking about light and color, mm -hmm. we have colors that operate on wavelengths. And we call this wavelength yellow, and we yep. call this one green, and we call this one blue. The same thing is true with sound, though. Yeah. Different wavelengths. This sounds like a letter B, and this is a treble clef, and this yeah. is uh, the key of C. So it's the same thing. It's just an expression. So the same concepts operate everywhere. Yeah. The reason why I bring that up is because in my practice, we live in a world where a lot of people want a quick fix, right? Yeah. People yeah. want, I get, I get, and there's nothing wrong with if, if, if you contact me and this is what you ask me, yeah. but I'll just tell you, I get tons of calls from people who want, they'll list 18 problems and they'll say, I want a hypnotherapy session to fix my problem. <laughs> And I, and I sit there and I look at it and I'm, you know, I'm being open-minded and yeah. non-critical, yeah. but I'm thinking uh, a single hypnosis session is just not going to fix all it's that, not. especially if it's deep-rooted. Yeah. And that's a, just a general principle. Yeah. If something took a long time to develop, it's yeah. probably not going to be instantly fixed, mm -hmm. right? Now, there's some exceptions to that, right? Mm -hmm. If you've got a back issue, you can you can have that solved with, with the spinal surgery, Absolutely. right? Um, of course, there's some risks associated with that. It may yeah. not turn out the way you want it, but you can have surgery. So surgery is one of those things where you can have something that's progressed for a long time and have a surgical procedure to fix it, right? Yep. But for most things, it's not always like that. Usually, so if it's an instant fix... It's probably not going to be long term. No. And I have tons of people who, who, you know, will contact me and go, well, you know, I've got depression. I'm severely depressed. I'm severely anxious. I've got PTSD. I've got borderline personality disorder. I've got an addiction to cigarettes and alcohol. I've got all this stuff. Can I have a hypnotherapy session to fix all that? Yeah. And, and, and I'll have to, you know, comment back and, and you know, in a helpful, non-biased, non-judgmental way and say, well, you know. I think hypnosis would help with that, but it, it's going to take a lot more than just that, right? And that's the whole basis of my process, my practice and my processes that I use, right? I have a root cause analysis-based practice. Yep. And that means that when you come in to see me for an initial consultation session, we spend two hours yeah. going through everything that's happened in your life yep. that, that's monumental, right? Mm -hmm. And causal, mm -hmm. right? And the reason why I do that and the reason why I have the kind of practice that I have is because I think one of the biggest mistakes that happens in healthcare, in medicine, and especially in mental health is somebody goes to somebody who's supposed to be a professional yeah. in mental health and wellness, and that person asks two or three questions, and then they've got the answer. Yeah. 
I just don't think it works like that. No. Right? I think you have to ask a lot of questions to get to the heart, especially in the crazy, complicated world that we live in now. Yeah. Right? So one of the things, and sometimes people will balk at it, but the people who've grown the most in my practice are the people who go through the full process. Yeah. So during the first initial consultation session, we spend two hours yep. going through, and that's after you filled out a 25-page form that yeah. chronicles everything. <laughs> this happened to me from age zero to yep. five. This happened to me at this age, right? So people give a lot of information, and we spend two hours digging through all that stuff, mm -hmm. right? For patterns, for cycles, yeah. for connections, yeah. for dependent variables, independent variables, things like that. We dig for two hours. Yeah. And then during the second initial consultation session, after I've gone back and reviewed all that yeah. and looked at it through a more careful lens, mm -hmm. right? then I spend two hours with you telling you what I think is going on, yeah. connecting dots, asking you more questions about what you think about this connection and that connection, and then we go over the, the way that we can solve the process. Absolutely. Right? Do yeah. you remember that? Absolutely. So tell me a little bit, and, and the reason why I do that is because the most important thing, in my opinion, about health, wellness, mental health, mm -hmm stability yes. is getting to the root cause of the problem. Yeah. And the reason why is because if you don't get to the root cause of the problem, all you're doing is treating a symptom. Yeah. And you're going to have to treat that same symptom over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I have the kind of practice that I have because I don't think that a pill should be the answer to everything. No. You know, and sadly, a lot of people are prescribed pills yeah. not even knowing that they're addictive. Absolutely. People who are prescribed, I don't know, Adderall. Yeah. For, for ADHD, which is very, very addictive. Yeah. And if you look at some of these, like, for instance, that recent scandal with the guy with that trading, that, yeah. that Bitcoin, not Bitcoin, but that foreign, that uh, currency it? trading thing, cryptocurrency thing, yeah. for Forex or whatever, yeah. he was supposedly on all these high doses of Adderall. Yeah. And so he was probably in a hypomanic state when he made all those decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the side effects that they don't tell you when they put you on stimulants, that it could cause mania and hypomania, yep. right? And a lot of people end up um, in bipolar, you know, yeah, in a bipolar absolutely. state, in a manic state, in a absolutely. hypomanic state, or yeah. hospitalized yeah. when they get put on stimulants. Not absolutely. to mention the effects on their heart. The same thing is true with anxiety and yeah. PTSD and panic symptoms. A lot of people, and insomnia, a mm -hmm. lot of people get put on benzodiazepines. Yeah. Clonopin, yeah, right, Xanax, yeah. Ativan, Librium, um, Valium. Yeah. But they're addictive, and people don't find that, and they end up finding out later after they've been on it for two years that, oh, you've got an addiction, Yeah. right? And so that's one of the reasons why I have the practice that I have, because a lot of times people don't find out until it's too late, until they have an addiction, that the short-sighted temporary Band-Aid that they were given not, is unhealthy yeah. and addictive. And in recent years, we found that stimulants also lead to heart attacks and heart problems and strokes. Absolutely. And we've learned that long-term use of benzodiazepines like Xanax and things like that lead to dementia. Yep. So people are getting put on all this stuff, and they don't even have a lot of data about what the long-term effects are. Yeah. So anyway, that's the reason why I have that process. I want to ask you a little bit. So what were you – and, uh, you know, and I'll also say this. It's amazing to me how many people, when we do the first initial consultation session, mm -hmm. when we're going through stuff, yeah. people start to make connections during that very first session Absolutely. where they tie, oh my God, that happened to me in childhood yeah. and now I've got this symptom. Yeah. So you tell me about your experience with the first initial consultation session that you came to. And if Absolutely. you want to, you can talk about the reason why you came to my office if Absolutely. you want to. I you will. don't have to. I will. No problem at all, actually. I have no problem sharing that because I want, um, I want to 
this to help as many people as awesome. I can. Um, because I went through it and it could help some other person. Yes. Which is great. Um, yeah. Um, well, the first session and the reason why I actually came to you is because yes. I was actually suffering from uh, driving anxiety um, that was actually started a lot of a lot of um, stuff that was going through in my personal uh, life actually yes um, and I was constantly um, putting a rug on that yeah. you know not really confronting it not really going through the emotions I was emotionless at that time right um, and I remember, which is weird, you know, you were talking about the anxiety medications and all of that. Yes. Um, and I, I, I don't know if you remember, but I was telling you, like, I went to, like, almost 18 different doctors, and I gave up. Wow. Midway. Wow. Um, but I came to you, like, when it really started. When it really started, I came to you, and I was telling you that, um, yeah, right now, I can't drive. I don't know why. Right. Uh, ended up buying a new car. I thought it was my old car. Right. Ended up buying a brand new car. Still can't drive it. Right. Um, and I'm just like coming to you. It's like, I don't know what's going on. And that first consultation, um, it really did open my eyes. Um, right. And I love how you gave me the warning. It's like, okay, you're going to be thinking about so many things right, right. after the session. Right. And yeah, and you know, that, that second day, I was completely at home. I didn't go anywhere. You know, reflecting all of the stuff that we talked about on the first session and mm -hmm. really, like, digging deep in places I have never even been to. And right. at that time, I was, what, 26? Right. I'm 28 now. Mm -hmm. And just looking back at that and where I have been and, like, the, the, the mindset that I had was so dark. And I just didn't see anywhere out of that side. So just that first consultation really gave me like, oh, okay, okay. There is some healing that I have to do. Right. And it's not a one-fix thing. Right. And I remember, I think it was like a couple of days after that, I was actually talking to one of my friends about like, hey, I'm going to consultations. I'm going to a counseling. And I, I was telling her, I was like, I think I found a great counselor, and I'm gonna speak with him and see where I want, where this is gonna take me. And I remember her telling me, just get on the anti-anxiety medication, you're oh, fine. And I'm well. like, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Right. And all of the doctors I went to, they were like, Oh yeah, take this. Pushing pills on me. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. There's so I have a cabinet full of pills. Right. I just hear from me. I just look at them and I'm like. So happy I didn't take them. Right. Um, yeah, you might want to toss them out. Absolutely, <laughs> whenever you, yeah. Whenever yeah. you get a chance, toss them. <laughs> and now it's, just like, now it's just like a reminder, like, right. oh, yeah, I, I didn't need that. Right, you know? right, and right. I, I've had, like, prescription papers I didn't even take to the pharmacy. Right, right. Of all of the medications that you just listed. Right, right, and right. The and, quick fix of oh, Band-Aid. absolutely. And never mind the fact that it's addictive. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did any of those people, mm -hmm. those doctors mm -hmm. who wrote you those prescriptions, Absolutely. did any of them tell you that those medications were addictive? No. Wow. I did not. And you went to how many doctors? 18. I went you to went to 18, 18 doctors and no one doctors. told you 
that the, some of the prescriptions that they wanted you to take for your anxiety yeah. and other symptoms, they never said any of those medications were. No, wow. and on top of that, wow. because, um, you know, that we were talking about maybe I need to do EKG to see what my heart yes. problem was. Right. Um, I did that, and I finally... Yeah, I forwarded you to the cardiologist. Yes, you did. Yes. Um, and I, after that, um, actually, a little bit before that, um, I actually found my... Um, primary doctor, um, which was, there were so many physical and mental underline of my anxiety right. that other doctors did not even see the connection Connection to it. Uh, my hormone was out of jack because of my anxiety that I was going through every day, right. being in a car, couldn't even sit in a car, couldn't right. even sit in Uber, wow. let alone drive my own car. Wow. It was to the point that I had to put on headphones, duck, not see any roads. Pretend like the car's not moving to get to A to B. Yeah, I had to start working from home um, because I don't want to spend an Uber drive back and forth, which is expensive. Um, you know, it's just like I had to go through all of that. And, um, and that was when you first came to me. Yeah. And tell me about now. So, so, now, so tell me about now in terms of those symptoms. Oh, those symptoms are actually gone. Wow. Uh, I'm driving my own car. Wow. Um, you know? That's amazing. Uh, and that is amazing. I built so much of the strength yeah. that I need. Are you driving every day now? Every day. Wow. No problem. And where are you driving? Um, anywhere that I need to go to. Wow. Anywhere. I don't have and to how long have we been working it. together now? A year and a half. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. So you went from not even being able to sit in an Uber. Yeah. To now driving everywhere. My own car. Right. And tell me about the anxiety associated with driving. Is that still there, or do, are you? Is it still there, and you're just ma able to manage it now? It's of course anxiety doesn't go away. Absolutely. At all. Absolutely. Um, but you're able to but, cope with it and manage it. Absolutely, I am able to work with it instead of working against it. I wow. Think that's one thing that I've taught me. That's an insight. Yeah, and um, it's just that working with it instead of against it. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's one thing that you have taught me right. is that don't force it, let it come to you. Um, don't pressure yourself. Like, I used to be so hard on hard myself. On right. yep. Saying that, like, I used to get a speeding ticket. I can't even, like, hit 20 now. Like, what's going on with me? Right. I'm not saying anybody can drive like that. Don't drive speeding. Right. Right. <laughs> but, you know, that's, like, I'm, like, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, why, why am I not even driving fast? And, and one thing that I kind of gave myself, like, the grace and the time, it's like, there is not just the driving aspect that you have to heal. There is also the mental, the physical, the, yeah. uh, you know, the spiritual part of you that is, that is so broken right now yes. that needs your attention. Right. And, you know, by doing, like, the hypno-sessions uh, that yeah. we did, um, so good for my spiritual part of me. So good to really see, um, you know, the little girl that was not right. paid attention to, yes. you know, healing her yes. and opening her eyes and be like, hey, things are good. The deep roots yeah. behind a lot. Yeah, of stuff. absolutely. Like the, the, the things that I didn't even like manage to uh, remember. The things that were buried beneath the surface. Absolutely. And, um, I don't know if you remember this. We were talking about on one of our sessions. Of course, I remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious which which thing you're going to bring up. Um, I definitely remember. It was about the, the childhood 
thing that yes. we, were, we were talking about. Oh, are you talking about are you talking about the the inner child relief session that we yes, did? Yes, absolutely. That's the new session that I created that yes. people have been loving. Love you loved it. That. That's I where you release that. your inner tra- trauma, your absolutely. inner children, mm-hmm. the things that you've been holding on to yep. since childhood. Yep. I've gotten such good feedback yep. from that session. What did love you like that. about it? So many forgotten memories yes. that were that were forgotten that were repressed. Actually, repressed. Repressed. Yes. Yes. And um, they were really hard and scared to think about. Very, very um, something that I just told, like I told myself never ever to bring it up. Right. And you know the weirdest thing is, it's because it's so correlated to my driving things. Yeah. I will remember them when I'm driving. Yeah. And, it's and that so tells you weird. something right there. Yeah. That tells you something. There's a connection it's, because there's something's being triggered. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So let's. Um, I'm going to speed speed up to the second initial consultation session. Okay. So as you remember, the first initial consultation session is where we just dig, 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 and yeah. dig for information, right? Yeah. And then in between that time, I kind of you know look at the puzzle pieces and try to put stuff together and yeah. form hypotheses and. <laughs> trying to figure things out. And then during your second session, which is also about two hours, yeah. that's when I give you my feedback on what I think is going on. I bring up issues as questions. Yeah. This is a possibility. This is a possibility. This is a possibility, etc. And then I also, you know, we, I give you some, some things that I want you to work in on yeah. outside of my office. Tell me about, a little bit, just briefly about what your experience was with that second initial consultation session, where I give you feedback on the connections between things and the patterns and the cycles that I think are underlying what you're coming in for. Um, the second session, it was great because for me, it really pointed out like all the stuff that I needed to work on, especially the homeworks that you were giving me. Right. It really, because I, this is what I felt, right? This is, I, I know because I've actually kind of talked to a couple of therapists before. Yeah. Um, after you leave their offices, it's done deal. They do not let you review anything at all right, right, right but right. by you giving me the homework it really put that on my head to really like train myself like hey pay attention to things you need to follow this you need to um really point out these things you need to work on this you need to like it kind of gave me hope and it really gave me um a structure i like a roadmap yes absolutely like a roadmap and it was so organized Wow. It hit all the points yeah. that I needed to hit. Wow. Um, and it really gave me, like you said, a roadmap, a whole map where I need to go next. How am I going to hit my goals? See how I'm going to accomplish the things that I need to do. Right. And that was actually outside of my anxiety and my depression and all of the stuff that we actually initially came to you for. Right. But it was also, it, it kind of, shifted that for me right it wasn't more so like okay let's think of it's not more so like oh let's keep talking about what's making you sad let's but it's more so like on some solutions absolutely let's, let's fix it let's find out what you need to do so you wouldn't even have to think about that so one of the things that, that i usually point out to people because you know when you come in for that second initial consultation yeah. session a lot of people have some trepidation about it what it would you know what am i going to say that kind of thing yeah and in you know it's it's a roadmap. Um, you know, you get a coaching plan, coaching and therapy plan outlined. Yep. It's a, 
it's several pages long. Yep. We go through everything. Yep. Half of it is the things that you're presenting with yep. and my kind of dissecting and summarizing mm -hmm. them. And then the other half is me telling you what I think we need to do to proceed forward to start working on solutions. Absolutely. And I always tell people who kind of get overwhelmed by the amount of stuff, you know, they look at all this, this list yeah. and they go, oh my God, yes. look at that. Yes. But, and, and I explain to them that, you know, hey, the thing about this list is it's like the alphabet. It's all related. Yeah. It's, it's like solving a puzzle yep. on Wheel of Fortune. Once Absolutely. you get a couple of letters, you can solve the puzzle, right? Absolutely. And the same thing is true with this. You know, once you start working on this, well, this is related to self-esteem. And this is related to self-confidence. And yeah. this is related to trauma. Yeah. And this is related to anxiety. And this is related to panic. And all these things are related. And when you start fixing one or two things, yeah. everything starts to work itself out Absolutely. just like a puzzle yeah. once you get a couple of pieces together yeah. the puzzle becomes really easy but if you're just looking at a bunch of you know puzzle pieces on the floor you don't know where you start but once you get started so that's awesome um in terms of some of the issues and complaints and symptoms that you had yeah. when you first came to my office in terms of them starting to resolve did yeah. you find it that way yeah. when you when one thing starts to work out Yes. Other things start to fall into place too. Absolutely. Yes, I did. Because of, um, you know, when I came to you, I didn't really have um, an outline of my life. You yeah. know, I just came to you and be like, help me. <laughs> right? right. And right after I started coming to you, um, you know, I started going to the gym. Yeah. I started focusing on the things that I needed to focus yeah. on. Um, you know, and I finally found a really great uh, pr primary doctor. Right. And... He really started helping me fix with, you know, my hormone issues, my low iron and all of that. And everything started to fall into pieces. Right. And I feel like if I did not come to you, you wouldn't recommend me any of those things. Right. Um, you know, my eating habits have changed. Right. My, my thought process has changed. Right. The way I see things, how I'm more responsible now than I have ever been in my entire wow. life. Wow, that's amazing. Um, solutions now instead of problems problems yes yeah so it, it is so great to have that kind of mindset and i feel like putting in the work pays off wow and i think having a great guidance like you also pays off because you know you can put in the work but if, if you do not have anybody telling you where to go how to go how to get there right and really giving you like the really like the answers, but also letting me figure out the answers and giving me full independency. Right. Really gave me the strength and letting me know that like, hey, I can do this by myself too. But also, there are so many other stuff I want to work on now. Yeah. You know, Good. since I'm healing these problems that are surfacing up right now. Right. At, at, late my late 20s right out of nowhere right um, right let's i'm like okay let's fix this and all of the other stuff started falling in and everything else started fitting into like you said all of the puzzles started to come in together and really like shedding all of the old habits all of the old mindsets all of the old uh, unnecessary baggage and really standing tall give me the open mind to really express who I really am instead of cookie cutting myself to fit into everybody else awesome. that is in my life. 
Awesome. You know, to me, that's the definition of growth. Yeah. Right. Definition of growth. And then also what you just expressed to me means that you've got the courage and the bravery and the resilience to take on more now. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So that brings me to um, a next point. And then we'll finally move into the topic of stability Mm -hmm. and talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Although we kind of alluded to it a little bit more already yeah. because you've talked about working out yeah. and diet and things like that. Yeah. But tell me about this because, like I said, a lot of people come to me and they're looking at almost almost like hypnosis or hypnotherapy. It's like yeah. a magic spell or something like that. So tell me, so after you did your first two initial consultation yeah. sessions, then at that point I recommended a certain number of coaching and therapy sessions. Absolutely. And then I said the first session that we do will also be a two-hour session yeah. and it's going to be a combination of half half life coaching and half hypnotherapy. So tell me about your experience with hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Um, You've had, you've had, I think you've had two or three, at least two or three hypnotherapy sessions. A lot lot more than two or three. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I love them. I really, really love them. So tell me about the experience and Um, what you love about it. The first hypnotherapy session that we did, uh, it was, it was really hard for me personally because I was just holding on to so many things. Wow. It was so hard to let go. Yes. Right? Um, and I kind of like, I see myself, I was like, I'm trying to let go, but like subconsciously, I'm still holding on. Right. That's how it felt like to me. And uh, throughout that session, I started, like, I kind of let myself drift off mm-hmm. throughout the, our hypnosis session. And um, I discovered so many things. Mm. and so many things. I remember um, right after our session, I went home, and I looked at my room, and I was like, oh, oh, I need organization. I started cleaning immediately. Wow. <laughs> I was throwing a vacuum and That was one of the that. suggestions that I think that I made. Yeah, organization. Um, 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 yep, yep. Among some others. Wow. Yeah. And and so, I, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even know that till today. Oh. So, after you left that session, you I started, <laughs> I started, That's it was amazing. so weird, because I got it, and I was like, oh, this right and I started like cleaning everything and I was wow. like okay I need a space I need to organize my space and I said wow. I think that I remember I just feeling a sense of like accomplishment and also a sense of um calm, calm. right more control and I remember that weekend um I drove with my mom right and, yeah I remember that um, you tell me about that yeah but I let it happen, and I started letting let it go. go. You yeah, let go. yeah. And on the second session, it was um, it was great because I understood what I needed to do. So it was easier for you it to let go. It was easier to let go. Absolutely, it was more so to let go and tap in all of the stuff I need to pull out. What are the things I need to work on? What are part of me that needs to heal? And I feel like by letting go, I really gave myself. The opportunity to really like, hey, it's okay to really let your emotions surface up and not really put this front right. and right. acting like you're okay. Right. To be yeah. vulnerable. Absolutely. In a safe place. Absolutely. And that brings me to the next point before we jump into stability mm-hmm. is this. So one of the things that I admire so much about you is you're one of these, you're one of the, the few clients that I've had. And I, I shouldn't say few clients, but you're one of, of several clients that I've had who've gone through this entire process. Yeah. And I've seen you grow and become more brave and more courageous and more resilient thank and you. more calm and peaceful and shine like a diamond, more radiant. Thank you, thank it, you, no, thank you. Absolutely. And you're one of the few clients, I believe, 
who's done every special type of session that I offer. So as you know, you know, beyond hypnosis and hypnotherapy sessions, which is kind of a specialty session. Yeah. Um, but you've also done the New Year's resolution session. Yes. You've done the year-end review yep. slash bridge the gap session. Yeah. You've done the inner child release session. Yep. Um, you've done the other session that I have to help people release trauma and yeah. let go of baggage, right? Yeah. Um, that technique, the release yep. technique that I taught Absolutely. you. Um, and, and then I believe there's like maybe one other type of session that you've done. So yeah. tell me what your experience has been with those specialty sessions. I love those sessions because every session we did it on a, a certain part of my life right a certain part of my healing journey All right. oh wow healing um, journey. i love that yeah. and um it's like when for example it was the take out the trash method yes i love that one so can you tell can, can um, you tell Absolutely. Can you say, describe it briefly, what the taking out the trash, yes. what it, what that is like, or um, what, it, what it is? So taking out the uh, trash uh, method is where you envision yourself uh, with one scary or one traumatizing memory. Yep. You have a screen in your mind yep. where you're in a meditative state, Yes. Um, where you are seeing that and crumbling that yep. and literally putting it in yes burn that yes. you know never think about it again and that really helped isn't me that amazing life. absolutely and one of the things that i think i shared with you too is the brain the way that the brain works it yes. wants to repeat something that works absolutely right yep. whether it's eating or yep. drinking or anything else absolutely. and that's how people develop habits yep. good and bad yep. because if the brain if your experience is is that something worked yep. you're going to try it more and more absolutely. right now, there are occasions where people are self-sabotaging and they need them to yeah. do that, but you can you can figure that out after a couple times. Yeah. But if you practice the taking out the trash or similar technique, your brain will automatically do it for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it, it, it is so great because um, that really, really came really handy for me mm -hmm. um, because I, uh, it was during the time that I was reverting back to, like, you know, getting anxious, driving, all of right. that. Right. And that really helped me to really have this strong session and the, the strong like mindset to mm -hmm. really like, Hey, you're good. You're in your own space and there's no one that's going to mess you up on the road right. or mess you up in any part of your life and just right. give you the, like it gave me the sense of like calmness that I needed. Right. Um, and the other, um, session that we did was the Sedona method. Yes. Yes. Um, love that one. The release, a release, the uh, release technique. I love Let that go. one. Awesome. Oh yeah, and I feel like those two are really great for me because I needed to let go so many stuff that I yes. carried. Yes. Um, so many stuff that had happened in my personal life. Yeah. Uh, so many, so many stuff that happened in my workspace and um, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that I have endured in life, and it just helped me to release so many memories and unnecessary emotions that I kind of compacted on myself. Um, yeah, so I would say top two. A good, that's awesome. A good analogy for that too, because you know, I love to use analogies. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a plane trying to take off. Yeah. And you know, and the overhead bins are full. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. They yeah. try to go take flight yeah. and their overhead bins are full Absolutely. and the plane never leaves the tarmac. No. Right. But once you start letting go of some of that baggage, yeah. but you have to have an environment and not only that, but the other big principle that I believe in is um and, and this is another kind of overriding 
uh, concept, and then we'll jump into stability. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the other overriding concept is this. I think just acknowledging things and getting them out makes a big difference. The yeah. analogy that I love to use for that is, is, um, and I just, you know, I can have, I have a vivid memory of this because any, any person who's seen their mom with a big purse that seems to grow and grow and grow, you think, yeah. you know, why don't you clean up your purse or whatever? Yeah. But here's the thing. If you're trying, if you've got too much in a purse or a bag, I, I guess like, let me be fair, include men to yeah. a briefcase or whatever, whatever yeah. kind of bag you're carrying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I'll, try to, I'll try to be politically correct. Whatever kind of case or yeah. thing that you have yeah. that's carrying stuff, if you toss it all out on the floor and start yeah. organizing it, you're going to come out better than if you just leave it in the bag Absolutely. and try to rearrange stuff. Yeah. Because once you toss it out on the floor and start looking at stuff, you're going to be like, why is that in there? And even Absolutely. how did that get in there? Yeah. I mean, honestly, people end up finding you know, candy bars, oh, yeah. muffins, cupcakes, yeah. all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm and being I a little facetious. But once so. you pour that stuff out and start getting rid of some stuff and Absolutely. reorganizing it, it's a lot easier. So that's really, really important. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. So let's jump into stability. Yes. So, which is the purpose of this uh, podcast anyway. So first of all, I'm going to go through, I like to define terms. So let's just first talk about the definition of stability, mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk about some related terms, and then we're going to talk about some of the factors that tend to bring about stability yeah. or raise stability. And that brings back the concept that I've gotten written on my whiteboard here, which is the concept of a seesaw. So I love the seesaw principle. The seesaw principle is also used in law. Um, those are the scales, right? And it's just a principle of balance. And, yeah. and it's also a principle in physics yeah. and in chemistry. Certain forces tend to make things happen in one direction. Absolutely. Uh, and then certain other forces make things happen in a different direction, right? And the same thing happens in chemistry. You can certain, do certain things to make certain that a reaction is more likely to happen, like adding heat and things like that. Mm -hmm. Or you can do things like cooling things off right, or preventing the reagents from coming into contact with each other that prevent a reaction from happening. Absolutely. So I love the seesaw principle because it expresses the forces that are at play. And that's the whole reason why I have the intake form that I have and I use the method that I use during that first initial consultation session yeah. because you've got to identify those forces that yeah. are sending you in one direction versus yeah. another. Absolutely. So the definition of stability. So Stability is the quality, state, or degree of being stable, such as the strength to stand or endure, yep. the firmness, the property of a body that causes it when dis disturbed from a condition of equilibrium, equilibrium or steady motion to develop forces or moments that restore the original condition, mm -hmm. right? So stability is all about keeping something from being disturbed, right, um, or unstrengthened. Yeah. Or restoring it back to the way it was. Yeah. Emotional stability, which is, according to this, the opposite of neuroticism, is a fundamental personality trait that has to do with being even-tempered, particularly in the face of challenges and threats, right? And to me, what that sounds like is calm, right? Yeah. Somebody who's calm, who's stable, who's regulated. Yep. I mean, I know I just used the word stable, but that's, to me, what it means. Absolutely. Even-tempered, regulated, calm... All those things mean stable. Um, and then I'm going to go to uh, a couple of other principles, the maturity principle. Mm -hmm. The maturity principle is the generalization that personality attributes, right, yeah. associated with the successful fulfillment of adult roles increase with age and experience, right? Yes. So what that suggests is that you become more stable 
as you age and experience life, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's because you collect attributes, which we call, I call experience, yeah. that allows you to do that, right? Absolutely. So let's jump into um, the traits of a stable person and the factors that bring about stability. So I made a, just a little list here, uh, and I'll give another meaning that I found of stability. Uh, or actually, I looked up what gives life stability, and this is what I came up with. Stability means that you feel satisfied with what you have. Mm -hmm. You might want more, but you perceive your current situation to be okay, to be workable, to provide you comfort and satisfaction. It provides fulfillment. Consider the main areas of your life, your work, your relationships, and your current situation, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what I found when I looked up life stability. And then I'll say three traits that I was able to find of a stable person. A person who is an anchor or safe harbor for themselves and others, right? Absolutely. Someone who is consistent. Absolutely. And then somebody who's well-rounded, right? Yes. So those are three traits of a stable person, right? And then I kind of made a list of factors that I think bring about stability. And I'll also mention this too, which is a general principle that I have. Uh, I think that most of the things that we do, who we are, what we manifest, how we grow, how we evolve has to do with having a firm foundation. Yes. And that's why I think it's so important for parents to lay the right foundation yes. and for them to be good role models for kids. Absolutely. Because you can say whatever you want to say, but kid is more likely to act upon mm -hmm. and reproduce what they see you do Absolutely. versus what you say. Yeah. And that goes back to foundation. So some of the factors that bring about stability or bring about a strong foundation, and I just made a short list here of about 12. Health and wellness. Yes. Right, which includes diet, nutrition, yes, uh, your regular habits, vocational successes, yes, as well as some challenges, yeah. right? Financial security, yes, self care and me time, which could include things like meditation, retreats, downtime, very um, important, mm -hmm. healthy friendships and relationships, Absolutely. including with your relatives, which yeah. includes boundaries, which I'm going to do a whole podcast about relationships and boundaries. And boundaries are so important in friendships and relationships. Absolutely. Uh, you've got to have boundaries. And if you don't have boundaries, then you've got chaos. Absolutely. Right? That's the opposite of order. Yeah. Boundaries help, help to bring order. Yeah. And when you don't have boundaries, you end up with chaos where everybody's just doing whatever. Yeah. And, you know, there's no organization. Yeah. Um, peace of mind, number six, helps bring about stability. And I think peace of mind also involves having a stable environment, right? Yes. Your home environment, your work environment, things like that. So that's why it's important to have a peaceful workplace mm -hmm. or a peaceful office, right? Yes. Uh, number seven, resilience. Uh, and I'm going to probably do a whole podcast on resilience because that's my nonprofit, right? Yeah. It's all about resilience and helping uh, adolescents, young adults, uh, and teens become more resilient with life yeah. skills and life coaching. Number eight, recreational activities, hobbies, and interests. That could yeah. be things like hiking or working out, or walking, or other things like a retreat and things like that, right? Yeah. Or a vacation. Yeah. Uh, number nine, self-worth, self-value, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-awareness. Notice all those things have the word self in them. Yeah. So self is really, really important because you've got to be stable for yourself in order to help others. Absolutely. And you find a lot of people who are trying to help other people when they haven't even established their own stability. Absolutely. Number ten, insight. And insight is just the ability to look at your situation or different situations from a different vantage point, right? Yes. And to have some self-awareness. Yes. Uh, so insight and self-awareness usually go hand in hand. Yep. Number 11, continued growth, maturity, and evolution. Yep. Uh, and you can do a lot of that through 
things like life coaching or having a therapist. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so, or reading or listening yeah. to podcasts like yeah. the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast yeah. or anything else. And then the last thing I put there is new experiences, uh, right? And one of the things that I mentioned to you that I kind of had an insight about when it came to stability based off what you said yeah. is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So that's a basic thing that you learn in psychology 101 in, yeah. in college, yeah. right? Yeah. In fact, looking at our educational system, maybe they even teach it in high school now. Uh, I didn't first hear about Maslow's hierarchy of needs until either my senior year of high school um, or my first year of college when I took psychology 101. Yeah. But basically, hierarchy of needs is based off of what are foundational needs, yep. like those are food, shelter, love, yeah. things like that. Yeah. And then there's higher needs, yeah. like financial stability and work stability and career stability and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mentioned to you, that in Maslow's original hierarchy of needs, the highest level was self-actualization. Yes. And I remember there's, from my psychology class, there were a list of people, the author in my textbook said, these people are self-actualized. And it's like, ah, uh, okay. I think Jane Goodall was one of them. Um, and maybe Margaret Mailer. Some, they had a list of people who were self-actualized, yeah. right? And then Maslow revised it and came up with this revised hierarchy of needs where self-determination was at the top, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, those are really close. Self-actualization, self-determination, those are pretty hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah. So those are some of the factors that I listed that I think bring about stability. And of course, um, in my book, The Nutrient Diet, I say that it all starts with diet and nutrition. Absolutely. And the reason why that is, is because every thought that you have, every feeling you have, yeah. every metabolic process in your body, yeah. every physiological process, every every micrological process in your body, every process in your body starts with a reaction involving the nutrients that you put in your body. Absolutely. So I honestly believe, and that's why health and wellness is number one on that list. It's there, yeah. not by accident. The reason why it's there is because every neurotransmitter, every biochemical process, every yeah. hormone, everything, it always starts with diet. Absolutely. So let me get your ideas uh, about what stability means and how you're how you establish stability in your life um stability really you pointed out almost everything that i was going to say when it oh, comes well, to stability sorry. <laughs> okay. you can still say it. <laughs> absolutely i didn't mean to you steal know, your ideas health and wellness uh -huh. uh, peace of mind and yes. for me the main like like i was telling you earlier like the pinnacle of stability mm -hmm. is not financial which is important yes um but having your own space yes you know having your own Environment. environmental you know stability yeah. um you know having somewhere you can go and just decompress yes is very 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 important Absolutely. um i feel like that will also contribute to the other factor of stability that you know you were just listing uh, you know, always starts with health and wellness. Um, for me, it really did start with health and wellness. I felt like I really had to heal in every aspect of my life, mm -hmm. really build good habits. Yeah. Um, and I, I've seen myself when I eat completely trash and when I eat completely great. Like, I've, I've seen the difference, Mela, basically. You know, um, I've seen where I have so many depressive thoughts when I'm, like, constantly eating junk. Compared to me eating vegetables yeah. and uh, salmon and basically got, like high protein, high vitamin A, B, C, all of the great mm -hmm. foods, my thought process, my brain is not cloudy. Right. You know, um, it's not cloudy. It's not 
I, I don't feel fatigue. I do not feel the need to sleep yeah. uh, at odd hours of the day. Um, I go back to my sleeping schedule is great. And those are the habits that I had to build to really start my stability journey. Um, it's not easy. Of course, nothing we try uh, in life is easy. It sure. does, if you want it to be great, it would never come easy, right? right. Um, it, it's a practice. But the other one is like, you know, peace of mind. And right. I feel like peace of mind, you would not gain that if you do not heal the inner broken self. Yes. You know, um, when it comes to peace of mind, it's, I mean, you know, you can run away the situation. Mm -hmm. You can, for example, let's just say like, right, let's just say like you have to move out of a certain household, right? You can move out of it, but you would not live in peace, you know, because you were constantly, those thoughts, when you're sitting in a quiet, those thoughts ruminate in your head constantly, right? Absolutely. They will play as a movie in your head. Right. It's not a way, like, it's not really running away from the situation, but fixing the situation and leaving out of it and finding your peace. Uh, environment is a lot more better and like creating your peace of mind yes a lot more better than leaving situations I feel like when people are too hasty to do that not really understanding where they need to go not really understanding what they need to do it is really easy to drop everything and go you know sure. um trust me try that <laughs> <laughs> so um and I feel like peace of mind is really, really great. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, and the other one that you listed, you know, self-worth, self-value, mm -hmm. and self-confidence, and self-awareness. Yes. Those are really, 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 really important. Absolutely. Right? From the, all of the stuff that you actually um, listed, the two that really resonate with me mm -hmm. is self-worth and self-awareness. Yeah. Wow. And you know, self-worth is really understanding what you need to do in life and not letting anyone else really mess it up, right? Right. right. Really building that block you need to stand on your own. Yes. Um, and that's how you really build stability, right? Let's yes. just say, like, the way you build houses, like, build brick after brick, uh -huh. brick after brick. So... When you have self-worth and really identifying the things that don't really give you that um, mindset or that really take your self-worth, remove those things out of your life. Yes. You will definitely appreciate yourself for standing for yourself a lot better. And as you walk away from those situations, it makes you feel much stronger. Yeah you will feel like you just lost X amount of weight that you needed. Absolutely. You know? Um, Absolutely. And, and self-awareness is being aware of your actions. Yep. You know, it can be good or bad, yep. right? So I'm, a, I, I'm gonna say this, right? I'm a very, well, I used to be. Yes. People Love the way pleaser, you reframe. right? Love the way you reframe that. <laughs> Thank you, Love yeah. the way that you frame, because you had yeah. an insight. I the words yeah. were coming out, and then you had an insight yeah. that said, you know what, I'm not I'm that not. person anymore. Not. And you're not that person I'm anymore. I'm not. And, and, you know, I used to be a yes. people pleaser. I'm, yes. a, I'm a yes Absolutely. person. I constantly let go of 
above and beyond for people. And it, it dawned on me, it's like, why do I need to, to do that? And a lot of times they didn't even probably appreciate Absolutely. it, right? And they probably used you and abused you. That's the way, yeah, yes. absolutely. And, um, and that's one thing that I had to step back and, and, and regulate that I needed to, hey, mm-hmm. maybe do, do those things that you're doing for other people for yourself. Yes. And, Bingo. You know, and see where you that's going to take you. So I'm going to interject here because yeah. there's a couple of things you, you mentioned and then we're going to wrap up. Absolutely. Right. So uh, I love everything you said, but I noticed something and I honed in on it. Okay. I, and I noticed two things that you went back to and, and I couldn't have worded it any better. You went back to two things that are, I think, are closely related. Um, and actually, and another, a third thing that's related to, you said build. You kept yes. using the word building over and over and over again. Absolutely. Right? And building is another word for growing. Right? Absolutely. Building yes. is growing. Yes. So number one. And then the other thing that you mentioned is that the part of the way that you were able to do that was by creating boundaries. Absolutely. Boundaries about how other people can treat you. Yes. Because, and, and that goes back to another principle. Um, and another exercise, which I think you did that session too, which is a session that I call a hundred bucks. Right. And it's basically a conservation principle. And it's this, you only have a hundred dollars worth of energy or a hundred dollars worth of positivity or a hundred dollars worth of everything every single day. And you've got to decide how it gets spent. Yes. People mess up when they have, they act like they have an unlimited bank account and they don't. For energy, yeah. for time, for yeah. everything else. You've only got so much to spend, so but much. most people act like it's unlimited. But yeah. when you start to judiciously choose and make priorities and decisions based off of a limited amount yeah. of energy yeah. and time yeah. and feelings and emotions and all that stuff, then you tend to make better decisions. Absolutely. So it sounds like you created boundaries and you've, con- con- uh, you've, you've built yes. a stronger foundation. Yeah. By refocusing on yourself and growing as a person. Yeah. And, you know, that really dawned on me. Um, you know, when you asked me what I wanted to talk about, yes. I immediately said stability. And I was so impressed with that. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's better than what I had in mind. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And, um, and the reason why is that being is because I've seen how, how far I have came and how low I was. Yeah. So how unstable. How un exactly right? how unstable, unstable I was. Absolutely. Yes. And you know, by me creating my own peace and my own um you know, my own structure. Yes. Really gave me that, hey, now I can sit and now let's go through the other stuff that I need Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. So, you know, just creating that momentum yes. and absolutely understanding what I need to do. Really understanding not what I need to do, but really understanding myself too. Absolutely. Um, giving the time, giving the grace that I needed to do. Yes. It really gave me really the stability that I needed. And now I need to work on the other levels of stability yes. that I need in my life that have come up to me now, like saying that, hey, now take the next step. You are good and ready to yes. take the next step. So Absolutely. I built those stairs. I built those levels that yep. I needed to do. Um, Tiny now, steps. Tiny steps. Um, it's so funny that you said that. You know, the music you were telling me, like, I'll oh, have a music to really help you go on. Yes, your theme song. Yes. For when you go through tough times. Absolutely. How to re- regroup and re-energize and re-rejuvenate. Yep. And um, One Step at a Time by Jordan, Jordan Sparks. Yes. Top tier song. Like, awesome. if you really wanted to really kick back uh-huh. and really listen to that song, really, like, 
that tells you to take one step out of time. Literally, it's in the title. Love it. So. Love it. Well, hey, that is so awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm, it was such a pleasure to have you here as a guest today. Thank I love it. Like I said, I live to see my clients grow uh, and build. Yeah. And so I, that's one of my favorite words. In fact, I, I usually have a word. I used to have a word for the week. Yeah. Uh, and so I might need to reinstate that, having a word for the week. But, you know, it sounds like you have built. It sounds like you become more balanced. Absolutely. More calm. Yeah. More peaceful. Uh, you become more resilient. Um, Thank you. And you've learned to create and grow boundaries around how other people treat you and how you distribute your time and energy. So it's so great to see that. I love it. I love how you've gone from instability or instability to stability, and I can't wait to continue to see it grow. So welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. It was great to have Malat or Malat today as a guest. Yeah. Uh, and I have a feeling that she's going to be back for future episodes, hopefully, yeah. um, where we can talk about other issues like Malat shared. You can reach her online through Instagram, Malat Tezera yep. on Instagram. And you can also reach her by email at Malat Tezera Designs at gmail.com and of course you can find the fresh start with dr david podcast anywhere that you can find a podcast including places like spotify pandora iHeartRadio, and everywhere else you can also join the grow facebook group which is a public group on facebook that's capital g-r-o-w it's public you can get free affirmations there you can also find the fresh start with dr david facebook group on facebook and the new balance with dr david Facebook group. You can also check out my three books, my two self-improvement books, Sweet Potato Pie for the Spirit, Soul, and Psyche, a tribute to Oprah Winfrey and Super Soul Sundays. My second book, oh, thank you, Tomato Bisque for the Brain, uh, and then which has the ROS system, the rank order system for making priorities and decisions when you are pressed for time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my first diet, nutrition, health, wellness, weight loss, and a lifestyle management book, The Nutrient Diet which is on Amazon. So thanks again for having, uh, for being a guest here today. I love the energy that you've shared. Uh, I love how you focused on stability, boundaries, and balance, and I love seeing you grow. So thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Take care.